You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome, or welcome back, to another episode of Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Salisha Thomas, and today, folks, we've got a... (laughs) I mean, she's a star, like actor, singer, a dancer, a writer. She made her Broadway debut in the ensemble of A Bronx Tale before taking over the principal female lead. And then and then she just full blown starred in King Kong on Broadway. Y'all, please help me welcome the Queen of New York, Christy Honey Pitts. <laughs> Yes, Mama. How are you? Better now. I am great. You look so beautiful. Thank you, girl. You you do. A little beat for my girl. You know what I mean? It's cute. It's cute. Um, where are you in the world? I am in Atlanta, Georgia, right now. I am sitting on this balcony and overlooking my city. And it's really nice. I'm really thankful. You're making me a little jelly right now because I'm in a closet in in NYC. And I can tell that you're living your best. I'm I'm blessed. I really am. And, you know, I'm based in New York, but I have left for a while. I'm going to be coming back. But um, it's nice to have a little bit of space. I'm not going to lie. I tell you. You know, but I miss New York, so. I feel that same way when I'm in California. Is a lot of your family in in Atlanta? Yes, so that's actually why I came back. So my mother is here. uh, My sisters are here. My plenty of niece and nephew are here. uh, (laughs) My little brother. I mean, my entire family is here except my except my dad. Um, and yeah, I've just been, been, you know, holding it down where I can, making sure everyone has what they need because of COVID. You know, my mom is, um, of a certain age and she, um, she has lupus. So I want to make sure she can get whatever she needs done without having to go do it. So I've been here kind of holding it down in that way. Oh, God bless you. Oh, listen, she's, she is amazing, but I'm not playing when it comes to this virus. Right. You know what I mean? So yes, I do know what you mean. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. 
I absolutely do know what what you mean. And I want to say thank you because I know it was a time trying to schedule you over the last few months. I think you were off filming something. I don't know if you can talk about it or if you can. I can. I can. I I think I feel like the first time we reached out, I don't think I could yet because it hadn't been announced or something. I could be wrong, but um, but yeah, now it's it's out there. I was filming this movie um, that, from to my knowledge, is still untitled. Um, right? Is it the Alicia Keys? <laughs> yeah. The, I was like, what is the name of this? It, okay, girl, tell no me name. about it. No name. So <laughs> so it's this like amazingly fun and compassionate unnamed love story. Um, that follows this this uh, singer, this um, named Erica, who is chasing her dreams so much so that she has to leave behind the love of her life. And her dreams didn't work out in the way she wanted them to. So she ends up as a resort lounge singer at this fabulous resort in Mauritius, East Africa. And she's responsible for entertainment and weddings. And about her you know third month there she gets her third wedding and who's getting married none other than the other love of her life the man that she left behind is now getting married and she it's hilarious i mean it's like it's a mix in my mind of like my best friend's wedding and and um uh uh uh, oh god what's that movie that i love um runaway bride runaway bride wait really yes very runaway ride and it's very um Oh my God, the, the movie's slipping my mind. It stars Tay Diggs and, and Sanaya Lathan and- Oh, um, 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 oh my, my gosh. This is terrible. My, Cause not my best friend's wedding. Um, that black love, honey. Yes. Um, and then there's a second one that's like around Christmas time. But you know the one I'm thinking of. I do, I do. I wish I could think of the name. Cause now- Best man, the best man, the best man. Yes. So it's a combination of all those all those great rom coms. Um, we love we love. Yeah. Did you finish? Did you guys finish filming? We finished. I don't know if there's gonna be any like re- reshoots or anything like that, but okay. we did finish, and um, it was my first leading role in a in a movie, and it I, like I cried every step of the way because I just felt so blessed, and um, and then you know because of the times, I was even, I just I didn't know if I was dreaming you know, to, to have been sent over there to do that. So I was really emotional. Um, and I just got I back. I feel like you have such a magical, like, life and trajectory. And I I want to ask you a few questions about, like, your journey to confidence and how, how it was, first of all, like, taking it back to a Bronx tale. Mm-hmm. How was it starting off in the ensemble? You were OBC, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So already being in the casting your first Broadway show as the original Broadway cast member. How was that? And then also taking over like the principal female track. How was that? Girl, a blessing, like an undeniable blessing. And I think one thing too, I'm really grateful for is that since from a very young age, like a lot of us in in what we do, I knew what I wanted to do. Like I was very clear about it. So every move I made from when I was probably like six years old was dedicated to like being on somebody's stage or in somebody's movie or on somebody's something. And I would make stages out of literally whatever. Like my uncle, my great uncle, my mother's uncle had, or my grandmother's uncle, sorry, had um, a tractor trailer in like a farmland. 
and we would go there to to, into, uh, to Florida for holidays, I would turn that tractor trailer into a stage. So like I've always, <laughs> I have been obsessed with what we do for so long. So I think it's, I, I have imposter syndrome quite often. I but don't I know if to, I believe you. Oh, How? Girl, girl, I do. I really do. I really do. Because, because of a blessing will happen. I'll just, you know, what, what, how did I get this God? Or why do I deserve this God? And I think I have to remind myself that I've put in the work my whole life. And, right. and I've been very hyper-focused on this one thing. So long-winded answer to your question, when it happened, that original Broadway show, I was really like weak in the knees, like often a crybaby throughout the whole thing. Um, and there were a lot of people making their Broadway debuts. So we kind of shared in that. Um, and, and I found out, I didn't know at all that I would be like taking over for that part by any means. But when I was offered the, the ensemble contract, they said you would cover the lead. Okay. And again, because I, like laser focused in my mind that meant bad so as far as you're concerned you're jane 2.0 okay you know what i mean like that's how i'm like, oh bad cover say less say less so I, I i knew my part but i was like and and, and not in like an aggressive like you know jane right. never saw that but that was like in my own mind i was just kind of like all right you know when this opportunity comes and then she ended up getting sick and she was one of the first uh, principals who, who had to take the day. And, um, and I was like terrified. But again, that thing of like the laser focus, I knew it. I knew that part in and out, backwards, forwards. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, it, and it went well and had a hiccups because, you know, live theater is-, is Because is live like, theater. <laughs> like doesn't ever go well, but- <laughs> I'm like, I'm still like wrapped up on like the imposter syndrome because you seem like you just, like that is where you are. Like you, I think that when you are cast in a lead and when you are constantly doing like leading roles, that has to come from the inside, Christiani. Mm -hmm. it, I really think so. I think at a certain level, everybody can sing, every, right, like right. whether that's true or not, but like at a certain level, like everyone can do the part right. it's something else beneath the surface mm. that do you know you know what i'm saying I, I feel you i absolutely feel you and i i am doing the work on myself to figure out what that is because i want to i want to be as confident as i may appear you know i really do because i know i love what i do and i know i'm so thankful for the opportunities but you know there's always that voice in the back of your head that's like sis right you know you're never gonna you know she you're never gonna do this right or, or whatever the case um but you know it's, it's, a, it's a work in progress so with that mm -hmm. when you when you did and i am i saying it right and darrow yes yes and i saw you in that by the way you were <gasps> very good you were did very you even come backstage did you come backstage i don't oh you know what i was on a date that night and and we're both in the theater. I, you know what? It's that's a lot. That's another story. <laughs> we didn't come backstage. I didn't come back. It sips the tea. Yeah, You're like, we had to get out of there. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Oh my goodness! You're making me feel things that I haven't felt during COVID. Shoot, man. Uh, well, we, you were so good in that show. Thank you and so much. 
And I was thinking about it. And whenever, like personally, whenever I go in for a role and I know Christiani, I know this needs to change. Mm -hmm. But whenever I go in for a role that I'm like, y'all usually cast this role as a white girl. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, King Kong, that original role was, was she blonde hair, blue eye? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, very white. In the movie, how did you like, in that audition process, feel like, yes, I deserve this. Mm. Yes, I can do this. Yes, I can nail this. Like, how did you get there? So, you know what's hilarious? I learned so much about auditioning and myself through that process because I actually had the opposite feeling. I felt like I'm not, have you seen me? I don't look like what you want. I don't sound like what you want. I never considered myself to be like very like fragile. Like I feel like I I have a very like boisterous kind of personality. And so I I felt like, you know, I'm not the like demure, like that's, I don't know. So I just felt so not it that I had the most fun I've ever had in an audition because my guard was completely down because I just knew I wasn't right. I just knew I wasn't who you wanted. And talk about imposter syndrome. I remember at like a, it was like a callback and I saw the other actresses who were called back and I said, Shut, what am I doing here? Like I just felt very, but ironically, it freed, it was the best audition I've ever had from start to finish because it freed me up to just like play and to just be, you know, t- I just, and I, and ever, I have, I have tried to keep that space for every audition moving forward and it's and it's been working out sometimes to just kind of go in like you know i don't know what you want but here's what i have to give you know what i mean and it it could be so wrong but like because girl i did not and, and and so when it happened i i was like who, who did who did i get like because i knew i only went in for the one part but i had assumed girl i, I was like I, I don't, I think that this is like a really bad joke and it's not funny. Like, and my agent was like, why, why would we, <laughs> why would we play like that? But okay. that, yeah. so that's what it was. It was the opposite. I, I had no, so little faith in myself that I was free to be completely foolish and invest in who I interpreted that character to be. Wow. Yeah. Secret sauce. It's like the care, the carefree, the taking, you know, you've been to those cattle calls and like the air is so tight. It's like, it's literally a chorus line in there. Everyone saying, God, I hope I get it. (laughs) I hope I get it. And that energy versus a carefree, it's okay, whatever. It really does attract versus, you know, like, so I'm so glad that you like, articulated that. And here's another question for you. I'm sorry. I'm filled with so much confidence questions because it's, I think it's such a, it's important to take a look into no matter what color anybody is. When you are a lead in one show and then you're a lead in your next show and now you're in a movie, like what do you feel? Is that exciting looking for your next job Mm. or is it pressure to keep getting leads like mm. will you ever take an ensemble role right, or would right. you rather not work or are you not work like what is it going through your mind mm. so girl it's all the things um I'd like, <laughs> I'd like to think that like I'm really attracted to like telling really incredible stories and I find that like 
I used to think that if you were the lead, you were the vehicle to tell that story. And now it's like, that's that's not always true. Like there are certain shows like, I feel, what's a good example? Like um, Choir Boy, I think is a good example. Or, or, uh, or uh, I'm having such brain farts with all these names of shows. Um, I'm thinking too. I'm trying to think. It's the show loosely, not loosely based on, but it's a show based on another crash site of, of 9-11. It's been running for years. Catch, oh. uh, come from away. Come from away. <laughs> come from away. Yikes. Right, right. <laughs> These are great examples of shows where everybody matters. Gets, yeah, everybody matters. So I think I want to, I, I would love to do something like that. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't put too much weight on like, is she the star or not? Um, but it, but there is a little bit of pressure because I do feel like because I was blessed with that opportunity early on, right? Um, things that maybe I, I would have wanted to take a little bit more time to learn about or to sort of navigate, I, I didn't get that opportunity. Um, and, and so I, there is a little bit of nerves around like, how do you, how do you carry yourself in this space um, as like a, a, a leader or whatever the case, you know, oh, yeah. but, but be authentically you. So there is some pressures, but I think I just try to look, look at like, what is the work? You know what I mean? And it like, do you like that work? Do you, right. do you like this part versus, you know what I mean? Like where, where do you stand in it? We're going to cut for a short ad break. This episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com. It's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, and I promise we're going to get to hair. I promise. I just need to get to the bottom of this. Girl, we I did a deep... Honey. Oh, no, go honey. ahead, go ahead. I did a deep, you know, I did a deep dive, and I saw you in a picture kicking, like your face. You were yes. kicking. Yes. You're. Are you like a dancer, girl? I. So, yes, but my thing is like, I'm not versatile in my style of dance, if you know what I mean. So that's why I wouldn't consider myself like a dancer because I cannot tap my way out of. A bag, and I probably couldn't do an adagio right now if you paid me. But <laughs> as far as like contemporary dance or jazz or something where my body has a little bit more freedom to do whatever the hell it's gonna do, I feel so safe and feel so See. seen in it. And so here's where I'm just like trying. I'm trying to unpack this. I'm trying to like. You are such a oh my goodness, like such a fun like person to like watch because you are so beautiful and you are so talented. And I'm just so, my friends who I know, not everybody, but you know, mm -hmm. a lot of my friends who I know who are like 
so great at dancing. Like you said, like if they're safe in their zone, mm-hmm. not, it's not always that they are also confident in, in as other- confident in their, yeah, in their singing or their acting. Mm-hmm. You can carry a show and I would say carry a tune, but you really can, you can throw down. Christiana, you, you throw down. You do. <laughs> and it's just like knowing that you have those talents, how, how you were able to choose, like, I'm going to lead a company as opposed to um, choosing like a, you know, some, a lot of times dancers are in the ensemble. Right, right. So, so was that ever a thought, an active thought, or did that just happen? Um, I think I felt like a, a part of it kind of just happened. But I think also, because I feel like with what we do, the way we tell stories in music theater, singing, they just, they meaning like producers, if you will, or like audiences put so much weight on someone's voice that I feel like that's often why the singers will get sort of pushed to the front of the show. You know what I mean? Um, right. But uh, so I think for me, it just it sort of happened that way because I was I got to sing before I got to dance. Like I just so happened to be heard as a singer first. Um, but then oh. King Kong was amazing because it ended up getting cut because the show was way too long. But uh, there was a whole like dance number where I probably opened my mouth like twice and, and was just living. And I was like excited because I was thinking about uh, future opportunities. And I was like, finally, you know, people are going to get to see me as a dancer and see me in that way. Right. Uh, and then it got cut. So that didn't happen. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I got bootleg videos. If you're listening, I've got videos. I'll send it. <laughs> Shut up. That's okay. But yeah, I think it just, I think it just sort of happened. Um, and I can't say I'm not thankful because you know, we do eight shows a week. That's a lot on the bod. Honey. Right. Beautiful was a lot on the bod and that was like not dancer, dancer, but locomotion. Yes. I can't tell you how many times I did that locomotion in somebody's rehearsal studio i wanted to be in that show so bad but that is intense like i would be tired after doing it in an audition i cannot imagine yes. doing a performance and then doing it at the show that evening or oh my gosh girl you could not eat chipotle before show not before that song you could eat your chipotle at intermission but not before so. <laughs> oh lord i'm so tired and you want me to sing too oh my gosh won't make it through Okay. All right. So your look today, you've got this beautiful slick back ponytail. And I'm I'm so glad that you wore your hair like this, even though you could have come any kind of way and I would have loved it. <laughs> I I I wanna know how do you get your ponytail slick? Like how mm-hmm. do you and I got these bangs and so I got hairs that stick out and right, right. What do I do? So I okay, so it's funny, I'm so happy we're talking about this because I was thinking about like doing some videos on natural hair care just because I'm obsessed with it and I watch everybody else's YouTube videos. So why not? But I will take a spray bottle and I'll put oil, probably jojoba oil or peppermint oil in the spray bottle as well as water. And then I will take some, my favorite leave, leave in conditioner is called not today, K N O T today. And, um, and it's really good black owned and I'll, I'll section off my hair and comb through it with a dimming brush to get it super detangled. Then 
take instead of using like a soft bristle brush i'll use like the comb like brush and and get it down so that way it is like smooth 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 then your ponytail now this see this is some addition Okay. Let me talk about this later. Right. Oh, then please. I just bought one. <laughs> oh my God. Did you, do you, what do you, can you talk about the hair company or no, or no? I don't know what it is. I just bought a oh. random one. You got to tell me what's good and what's not. <laughs> Girl, I got you. I got you. Um, yeah. But then, so then your, your poof will be nice and, and big poofy and you can rock it like that. Or I did um, a bun. I put my poof into a little bun and then. My favorite black owned hair company is called Heat Free Hair. I love them. Right. I love them. Writing down. Here's the thing. Every piece is an investment. It's slightly, slightly expensive, but I have had this hair ponytail since before I became Jane on Broadway. Oh, so that was years ago that was what five years ago oh that and it, same piece it's the same ponytail and it's it's, and you, it's amazing and is that you, human hair it's human hair you it is 100 and they have texture matches they have for curls for coils and for kinks and they match just a range of textures i wear the for for curls uh collection and girl it's a lot it's a, literally a game changer it's a game changer and okay, so you're telling me, extra, you know, that synthetic stuff that I just bought in the other room for 20 bucks is about to go in the trash. Listen, no, no, keep it. Keep her. Keep her. <laughs> Do I keep but, her because keep I don't know. Keep her for, you know, but I'm telling you, if you're looking for like a long standing moment, girl, it keep free, free hair, hair. keep free hair. Or another good one is uh, her, her given hair um, is another really, really good one. Just oh, I girl. They have wigs, ponytails, clip-ins, sewing, like, uh, wefted hair. They have, I'm a huge fan. Okay, so I, I would, oh my goodness, I feel so excited that my brain just went, like, <laughs> 20 million questions. I don't even know what to ask next. Like, okay, all right. Okay, here we are. Can you tell me about, and I don't know even what the question is that I'm looking for, Christiani, but, oh. like, when you have like your big hair, I don't know yes. what's what, if you yes. want to talk about it, if you don't, like, of how do course. you blend? How do you do it? Of course. So I, people have said, they've seen me walking down 8th Avenue. <laughs> Girl, because <laughs> here's what? the thing, here's the thing. If I have my headphones on, legitimately Bad Mamma Jamma is one of my favorite songs, like in life anyway, but walking down the street, Dun, 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 dun. You know the one. And yes. so I yes. will have my clippings in. And when I have my clippings and my fro is literally like this. Right. And people have been like, girl, I've seen you walking down 8th Avenue and have called your name and you didn't answer. And I could tell you were either like listening to something or like feeling yourself because you were literally like yes. this. Yes. <laughs> girl, multiple people have said that. And that's when I was like, ooh. I'd be feeling myself in these clip ends. Okay, so that's oh. <laughs> now that you got a visual. Yes. So I have been natural since I was 18. I went natural or 19, sorry. I went natural in college. And and so my my natural curl if after like a, a wash and go is maybe out like out here, right? Then okay. I have fabulous, which I love and I will always rock. 
And I've seen um, pictures of that and it's cute. Yes, thank you. I love it. I love it very much. But if I'm looking for something a little bit more dramatic and like a little bit more just very Diana, Diana Ross, yes. Yes. Um, I will add for these clip-ins, which are the same texture for, for curls and just clip them in all the way up to the top. And the texture match is literally ridiculous. It is no one, no people, people are always like, oh my God, like black women. I've had so many black women say like, you know, what products do you use? And saying like, you know, cause your hair is long as hell, like, girl. I'm like, it's, Whoa. and I'll tell her, I'm like, keep free hair, sis. Because it it's, you still feel like you, you don't feel like you're changing your natural self. You're just like enhancing the beauty that's, that's there. Yes. So yeah, so I'll just, I'll leave the top out. Sometimes I'll, I'll leave a section of the top out and then I'll twist the back of my hair down and clip like flat twist. And okay. then I'll clip the clip-ins to the flat twist. Um, that's like for more like, um, you know, I don't, I'm like taking my time, but okay. like during shows, I would, I would do that because I'd have my hair twisted under a wig cap. So like right. during, during the Broadway season, I would, I would take my wig off, undo these little twists and then just clip my clips on to my, to my twist. And then you have a full mm-hmm. head of hair that c- comes right back out when dinner's over. Oh, Put it in my little satin bag. I am loving this. So, okay. So you twist up your hair, you leave out the top, almost like a weave, but not a weave at all. Yeah. It's not like cornrows. Um, you do flat twists, you mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you put it in there. Or if you don't do that, you have your hair all out yeah. and you add it in. Yeah. Which and that works and, too. And that works. That gives it even more of a, like, that is like drama. Like Wait, your, this is so exciting. Yeah, I wish I, I'm going to send you pictures too, because I don't know if you can like throw, but I'll show you yes. what the different, yeah. Okay, okay, wait. So if I were to call Heat Free Hair, I'm so glad you like dropped this black. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Will they help me do the texture match? Because I don't know. Absolutely. How do you find it? Absolutely. How do you find they, have, they have like pictures, but I think if you do give them a call, they will walk you through. Because it yes. is a little, it's a little too expensive to like try. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you want to know. Um. So yeah, I give I give them a call, I give them a call because okay. it's best money ever spent. Like I oh, love them so much. This is so bomb. Yes, that's the secret. So if y'all see me with my big fro, okay, yeah, you know it's enhanced, but um, you know I bought it, so it's mine. Hello, <laughs> I paid. For Hello. It so um, loving all of this. You briefly mentioned your wig prep for when you're in a show. Mm-hmm. Um. What is it is, do you do the same wig prep every night? What is it? Do you change it up? What yeah. you got? I do not do the same thing every night, which I probably should for consistency. Or maybe Sorry, not, the big department, my bad. Um, <laughs> but I, mean, I, it's hard. Uh, right. Our hair, as beautiful as it is, a part of its beauty is, is how complex it is you know what I mean it's it requires a lot of us like a lot of our attention so sometimes a flat twist is not going to cut it like I'll, that's why I mostly do a flat twist as a wig prep but I try to do if my hair is blown out I'll do pin curls right which is really nice because then when you take them out you have like a little bounce you know right um but for the most part I'll do I'll do either do a, a, a twist out or pin curls I never did braids um, cause I don't know how to braid like that, but yeah. 
Right. <laughs> I, I don't really either, but I've been trying, but they look so bad. They're just thick. You're like, right. So oh, they, they look so messy. So when you do your flat twist, how many do you do? Like, I'm still learning. I got to figure my I out. do. I do six. So I'll do like a middle part and then I'll do three on both sides, typically okay. leaving. And then I'll I do think- like a box of here open. And I'll flat, and I won't flat twist that. I'll do like a regular twist, like go a long twist, and then pin curl that twist. Got it. And it's a really good wig anchor, but also like if you're doing the clip ins or something, that part is easy to take out. Okay, so here's why I don't think it's a bad thing that you do like the same wig prep for a show. I mean, you mix it up. You said right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, because we put our pins in, for anybody listening, we put our pins in the same place like every day. And I think if you change up your wig prep, it kind of helps in when it comes to breakage. Or yes, yes, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would think so. That's a really good point. So I think like there's a beauty in it as long as the hair department's not like freaking out. Right. <laughs> They're like, girl, please give us some consistency. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I think you're probably right. Like we have to protect our, ourselves as much as we can. We'll be right back right after the break. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. When you leave a stage door, I love, I actually never asked this, but it's something that I'm always thinking about. Mm. When you leave a stage door, what's your favorite I'm at the stage door. Look. Oh, girl. Oh, okay. Okay. Because we okay. know it's easy to grab a baseball cap, but like, right. it's not always. So we want to give like a little. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think my go-to <laughs> is probably, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to do like seasonal because if it's the summer, I'm going nice. to give you a baseball cap, like we were just talking about, like a casual makeup cap, but with like a big face and right. like a little dress. You know what I mean? Just giving you very like, oh, like just casual. <laughs> <laughs> if it's in the winter, I'm going like, like I'm going to give you a peacoat like this. And like, you know, if I have my, if I do have like a, stage door wig because that's another thing i had stage door wigs that i would put on specifically to leave the theater yes you know maybe do one of those with like a beanie but yeah you know just very much so like new york fashion um but yeah i was one of the few that would have outfits people would be like girl i'm like listen but again i i i wanted to be on broadway so bad and i would go to see shows with my dad as a little girl and my favorite thing was a stage door and I used to just see these black women come out. Then I know you know. I know you know. Yes. Seeing these black women come out and like all their glory. Like I literally just used to be like, oh my God, I hope to God I can do something like that. So I take it very seriously. Right. Okay. I mean, that's really fierce. And I feel the same way. It's like I feel like a wig. I haven't I've been trying my best to not wear wigs. Only because like when I 
wore wigs. It wasn't always, it, it did end up being this, but I started wearing wigs because I didn't like my own hair. And mm-hmm. I think there's a difference when you're hiding versus you're having fun. Right. right. I think there's Play. a difference when, yeah. Um, but I would always leave the stage door with a wig and it's like a baseball clap cap, but like, yeah. cuter. Right. <laughs> I mean, um, it's not baseball cap, but cute. Honey. <laughs> Honey, we're not mad. Um, let me see here. There's a couple things that I want to touch on before I, while we start to like wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, we I, we talked about this early in the beginning, but when you were going to do the shoot that you just did, that you mm-hmm. just came back from, mm-hmm. when it came to hair, did you reach out beforehand? Was it Yes, I'm so glad we're, we're talking about this because I haven't spoken about it, but I, I did. I reached out immediately and I got my um, the, the, my manager um, is amazing, but he's a white man. My agent is phenomenal. She's a white woman. Right. And I love them to death. But certain things like hair, um, I get a little bit of anxiety because I know I need to have it under control and I know that they are typically the people who speak on your behalf, right? And so I had this weird moment of like, what do I, but then I bit the bullet and I talked to my manager and I was like, I don't wanna be that girl, but I need you to communicate to these people how important and how precious our hair is and how, because I'm traveling to the other side of the world, I need to know what's going on, who's doing it, what do I need to bring, what's the, what's the look? And my manager was like, oh, love him, love him so much. He said, thank you for having this conversation with me. He said, but I'm, I'm on it. I know. He was like, I have had, I've heard, I've heard many horror stories from my clients about what happens with black hair. So I immediately, that's one of the first things I look into. So before we started shooting, he got me the contact. I was in contact with the hair supervisor who is this beautiful black woman in Babalwa from South Africa. And she was amazing. And we just talked and it, and it was, I felt so taken care of because beyond us talking about like making me feel awkward and making me feel like other, because I have to talk about hair care. And she, we talked about it as character development. It was simply that it was what, what does this girl do when she wakes up in the morning? You know, is she is she a bonnet girl? Is she sleeping in a bonnet? Okay. Yes. So yes. Does she have to do a twist out? Does she wear twist outs? Okay. And we talked about it from from strictly a character's point of view. Girl, I would feel so seen. <laughs> because when do we get that? When we have to have these awkward conversations about hair, we're made to feel like the like we're being extra or like we're we're somehow being combative or, or problematic and at the end of the day, it's a part of the character that you're asking us to build. Yeah. But I've never been, I've never had someone talk to me about hair as if we were talking about the character's upbringing. And that's exactly what we did. Girl, by the she time I got it, girl. Girl. When I got to Mauritius, right, we had, there was a vision board of who the character's name is Beverly, of like who Beverly was. And on this vision board is, Diana Ross is Tracy Ellis Ross is is uh, oh Tika Sumter. There's like a very specific Tika Sumter moment that we want to recreate 
um, uh, uh, oh my God, uh, Carrie Washington when she did that big oh, yes. hair, uh, Kelly Rowland when she her pregnancy hair, like just all these stunning black women. Yes. Girl, I walked into that space feeling more confident than I have at any job ever. Wow. Wow. You know, I'm so glad that you like just like laid it out on how you approach it because I'm always thinking about it. I'm asking, I ask people about like what they do and how they handle it, but it's so, it's scary when it's your turn and now it's like, okay, I got to say something. I got to ask. I got to like, or be silent and see what happens. (laughs) And girl, that's the, give me that, that, see. See? that's what's scary scary. because then when it doesn't look right you know no one else is judged but the people wearing it and it's like exactly do you know I showed up I think one time in my life with my hair I know not everybody can see this podcast um because I haven't even aired the videos yet but my hair is like a big afro right now and in a poof with a bang and I showed up one time um to like a gig I don't know if it was a gala or whatever it was with my hair like this and the girl was just like uh, I don't know what to do yeah and your hair is stunning sis so you could have rocked it just like that and that would have been amazing but I can imagine you feeling like I want to get I'm right no and that was the moment that I really and that was back when I used to straighten my hair I'm like now I know I show up every time with my hair already straight so they don't like they know what to do with straight hair they don't know what to do with mine and it was you know, in the moment, pretty traumatizing. And I learned it was like burned into me. It's like, okay, I need to go get my hair done before I end up in a hair and makeup chair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's got to change. It has to change. Yeah, it's got to change. Because there's no reason we should be responsible (laughs) for doing somebody else's job. Yeah, no. Because imagine, imagine if we were, you know, in rehearsal for something and had trouble memorizing a scene and went to the hair and makeup department and said, would y'all mind, could y'all do this scene? Because I just, they would be like, what? what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just that idea of, but, but as, as, as yeah, we are, it's, it's a bit of a mess. Um, okay. So I'm about to let you go. I just want to point out that your Instagram feed, you have been uplifting other women and other people of color for as long as you've had an Instagram. And I, I think that is such a beautiful thing. Like, it just seems like you've always been woke, that you've always been like supportive of other black women. And it's just inspiring. Like, did you, have you always had that sense of responsibility or where did that? You know what? I, I love, I love us so much. Like I really, like I've just, I know Monique says it, but I love us for real, like honestly. And my, my mom, um, my parents were divorced really early on. So I was raised primarily by a single mom. Uh, and then at one point moved in with my dad, but I watched her. I just grew up in a household where like everything was about like black excellence and lifting up black people. And there's not a, and, and when I would, I would watch my mom meet people in the streets and then I would be like, Oh mom, how did you know her? And she was like, Oh, maybe I just met her. Just had this sense of sisterhood with black women and that's just what i grew up seeing and so i've always that's always just kind of how i've been i just really love seeing black people black women in particular when i look like it's just the vibe and and i used and as i started to get older 
and have different like platforms or whatever the case, I would, I, I did feel a little bit of a responsibility to like, if someone's going to look at me or they're going to ask my opinion about whatever, I want to make sure I'm being inclusive of, of the rest of us. And so I do, it's not a responsibility because I'm going to do it regardless whether anybody's listening or not. But I, I did always could say to myself, like, if someone's going to listen, if someone's going to ask, have something to offer, you know what I mean? Like, like say what you want to be said. And you know, I just love us. <laughs> just I, mean, love. I love us too. And you're talking about black excellence and I'm over here looking at black excellence. I am yes. so you are the bomb and I'm so glad that like you made time to come on my little show. Oh girl, bye. I'm honored. I'm honored <laughs> to be here. You were listen, also equally insanely talented, insanely amazing. Like it's it's I, the sisterhood of it all. Like I'm I'm just happy to be here. Oh um, my gosh. I'm so glad I got to meet you. Where do we meet that bleep mag with yes! Ryan Brinson? The photo shoot. See, talk about history because now Bleat Mag is no longer in in uh, publication, syndication. What's the word? I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, talk about like moments. We've experienced something together, and I'm sure it's going to happen again. But, like, yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, girl, keep doing what you're doing. Keep lifting up other Black women because you will just continue to shine and just keep letting God use your Hannah because that light is shining Amen. bright. It's shining bright like a so much. Thank you, sis. I appreciate you. All right, girl. Thanks for joining. Thank you so much. <laughs> thanks for listening, y'all. Woo-woo. <laughs> See you, girlfriend. Bye. And that wraps another episode of Black Hair in the Big League. Y'all, I'm so honored to have such great guests on this show. And if there's somebody who you want to listen to, please drop me a note on my Instagram at Salisha Thomas or at Black Hair Podcast and slip into those DMs and let me know what you want to hear, who you want to hear from. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast, rate it, leave a review, tell a friend, follow us on Patreon at Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Y'all, I'm so grateful that you are part of this community. It would not be the same without you <laughs> shout out to wilton music for producing my theme song love cod shout out to colin Tabor for editing this episode and most of these episodes and shout out to you for listening y'all my heart is so big and i feel so grateful <laughs> thank you for listening to black hair in the big leagues i'm your host alicia thomas see you next week Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.